This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, agency managers can rest easy as there will be no sequestration cuts this fiscal year at least. First, the Defense Department, now employees at a major tech company, say they don't want to work with Customs and Border Protection. And the Air Force can now turn old planes into drones and then back into manned aircraft again. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's edition of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Agencies have one less thing to worry about for the final six weeks of fiscal 2019. Budget cuts due to sequestration are not on the table. The Congressional Budget Office confirmed OMB's initial decision in March that sequestration cuts would not be needed this year. In its report to Congress, CBO says because Congress increased the budget caps for defense and non-defense funding, spending remained below the levels that would have caused sequestration cuts. Despite the fact that OMB and CBO both said sequestration sequestration cuts wouldn't happen this year, the White House told Congress earlier this month the DOD personnel would be exempted from reductions if necessary. The Office of Personnel Management will continue to accept and process senior executive service qualification review board cases when an agency head leaves, announces a departure, or the president nominates a new agency leader. Previous policy barred OPM from reviewing applications if the organization did not have a permanent leader. Executive candidates must submit QRBs to OPM for review to become a member of the senior executive service. Moratoriums will still be in place during changes in administration. OPM says the modified moratorium will allow allow agencies to respond more quickly and efficiently to address staffing and leadership needs. It's not just the Defense Department employees at Google have a problem with. More than 700 employees at the tech giant have signed a petition vowing not to provide any services to CBP, ICE, or the Office of Refugee Resettlement. They cited federal actions to separate parents from children and poor conditions at detention centers as their main reasons. Politics infected the management of career State Department employees. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. State's Inspector General confirmed numerous instances of appointees mistreating career employees in the Bureau of International Organization Affairs, in some cases calling them disloyal for having worked under the Obama administration. A career senior Foreign Service officer was removed improperly and a merit competition for a career position canceled. The IG says Assistant Secretary Kevin Moley heard the complaints but did little about them. He and former senior advisor Marie Stull often berated career employees and yelled at them. I'm Tom Temin. Old Air Force planes may get new life. The Air Force Research Laboratory completes the first successful flight of its converted robotic aircraft program at the Dugway Proving Ground in Utah. The program changes manned aircraft into drones and then can turn them back into manned aircraft again. The initiative uses non-invasive robotics to control the aircraft. The original test flight lasted two hours. Damage tallies are starting to roll in from the Navy's China Lake Weapons Station after a string of earthquakes in Southern California last month. As Federal News Network's Jared Serber reports, repair costs are running into the billions. Navy officials caution they can't forecast what they'll actually spend until Congress approves funding, but the preliminary estimate is $5.2 billion. The quakes registered up to a magnitude 7.2 and caused serious cracks and other damage to buildings. They also damaged water pipes and electrical equipment. Almost 20% of the buildings at China Lake have been declared unsafe 
safe or had their use restricted. Many of them are older and didn't meet modern earthquake standards. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Alyssa Farah will be the new Pentagon Press Secretary and Deputy Assistant to the Defense Secretary for Media. Farah spent almost two years working as Press Secretary for Vice President Mike Pence. She also served as Pence's Communications Director and Senior Advisor. She comes to the Pentagon at a time when it has drawn criticism over how rarely DOD conducts press briefings. The Defense Department made close to a billion dollars in improper travel payments to service members and civilian employees from 2016 to 2018. Though not all the payments necessarily mean a monetary loss for the Pentagon, the Government Accountability Office recommends it find a way to address them using data on the payments. And the Army is taking a lot of risk activating some of its new cyber and electronic warfare units without fully staffing or equipping them. A GAO study says in the Army's rush to activate the units, it did not properly gauge what challenges may arise from the lack of troops in training. One activated cyber battalion studied by GAO was understaffed by more than 80 percent. The Army says the threats justify the actions. The Homeland Security Department is changing its approach to cybersecurity. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. DHS has outlined a new path forward for how it plans to evolve its security operations center. DHS is now looking for cybersecurity support services from contractors instead of buying a managed service. The agency released a request for information detailing the change in thinking. The latest RFI comes after DHS released a similar request in 2018 for managed services. Vendors are being asked to comment on the new strategy that entails DHS buying a host of cybersecurity support services through its Eagle Next Generation contract vehicle. Comments on the RFI are due August 29th. I'm Jason Miller. Over 40% of IT systems at DHS are in or making their way to the cloud. DHS says it's relying on its component agencies to help guide headquarters in its own cloud journey. The department is continuing to prepare acquisition strategies to recompete the contract for its two main data centers. Existing contracts are up next year. DHS says a statement of objectives for its ongoing data center consolidation should hit the street in late fall or early winter. And Health and Human Services is under scrutiny for its response to the international Ebola outbreak. While the agency made significant efforts to control the spread of the disease in 2014 and 2015, HHS's Inspector General says the agency was not prepared to deploy the resources needed for a large-scale international response. The IG recommends crafting more clear and concise objectives and response plans, as well as working with other agencies to develop a more flexible response framework. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 